What's up, y'all? This is another episode of D-Lo Speaks. This will be episode 19, and I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Hey, what's up, guys? It's been a minute since I recorded an episode, but I'm back. Been a pretty much busy throughout my personal life. You know, stuff happens, but hey, I'm here. Um, I've noticed over the past couple of days that there has been a lot of people with, you know, certain different opinions on certain situations feeling a certain way about, you know, a lot of things. Um, but I just wanted to kind of like touch just a, just a little bit on the situation with, um, Bobby Lights and Kaya. I don't, I didn't know that there was a situation that took place until I saw that people was posting it on Twitter or whatever. But... Um, I saw the roast that Kaya gave him, and she went in. Like, to me, I thought it was hilarious. Like, I cried laughing. I couldn't contain myself. But Kaya has always been this person who would roast you and don't care. Like, she don't care nothing about it. She won't think twice about what she's saying. However it comes out, it comes out. At the end of the day, I don't know what Bobby said to her that made her snap or whatever the case was, but everybody should know how Kaya is. Everybody already know ever since the Queen's Court, how she was, even before then when she was on that TV show, everybody knew how Kaya was, but y'all was still around here bumping, don't trust no nigga, my neck, my back. The big, the main two songs that was like her biggest songs, y'all still were out here checking for her. And what's funny to me is that it's like y'all have some type animosity toward her personality, but people who act the same way that she does or has act the same way that she does or did, whatever the case is, y'all still big these people up I don't get it and I understand I'm not trying to make anybody change how they felt toward the comment that she made um with the whole AIDS and HIV or whatever the case is I'm not trying to make nobody change how they felt I'm not trying to make nobody change the fact of how it came off to them but at the end of the day What I don't understand is the fact that Magic Johnson had AIDS. He was diagnosed with AIDS. I don't know if he still have it. He might have had it removed somehow. He got all this money. Cool. At the end of the day, when this man was diagnosed and everybody found out about it, what did they do? They roast this man from the pits of hell all the way back to earth. Nobody said anything. Everybody's mouth was sealed. Nobody had a problem with it. But all of a sudden, now that Kaya said it, everybody's in an uproar. And I really don't understand. Why? Why would you be in an uproar? That, I just don't get it. 
why be sensitive to that if y'all weren't sensitive to it when they did Magic Johnson the same way? And y'all can't say that she took it too far. When people roasting people, that's what they do. It's like when you beef with somebody that raps. All bets are off. If you come for a person, you have to be prepared what you're going to get back. People be in relationships. They say certain things. And, I mean, it's kind of different in this situation. But at the end of the day, people say things when somebody comes for them. So, to say Kaya went too far, Kaya, if that's the case, Kaya been going far, too far for as many years as she's been around, and y'all still dig this woman up. Y'all still support her. Y'all still watch her docket thing every day. Y'all still, everything that, everything that she says or does, y'all watch. So, why... Why be offended now? I I really don't get it. But like I said, I'm not trying to change nobody or change the way that they viewed it. But it's just funny to me how all of this is causing an uproar when y'all didn't keep the same energy years ago when Magic Johnson been getting roasted over the years for being diagnosed with AIDS. But that just goes to show how sensitive a lot of people are in this day and time. Before, you could say a lot of things. And, you know, sometimes it might be offensive, depending on what it is. But everybody got enough common sense to know not to be so offensive or, you know, to offend someone if they don't genuinely mean it. Um, But at the end of the day, like, people got to understand Kaya has always been this person that didn't have no filter. So why would you be surprised at what she said to this man? And everybody like, oh my gosh, she read him, all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. But she went too far. You was there for the read, but she went too far. If you there for the read, then why are you in a fake uproar? Because if she went too far, that means you, you're not supporting nothing that she says you wouldn't you can't be there for the read and still be offended or feel some type way because of what she said it's impossible that's like saying you like a milky way but it don't have nuts then really you don't like it you just tolerate it and that's what you did with this situation for the ones that was here for the read, you tolerated it, but you didn't like how far she took it. No, you just be one way. You Either you like it or you don't like it. But stop with the fake uproar. It's, it's Kaya, this situation with Kaya isn't the only thing that people fake uproar about, but it was just baffling to me that one, like I said, I didn't know that something was going on. Two, y'all made this woman trend number one on Twitter over a roast. And when you look at it, it's a lot of people saying, oh my God, she's so disgusting. She did this, she did that, she do this, she do that. But y'all niggas still keep supporting her. Make it make sense. I, I don't get it.
but that's crazy. Another thing. So everybody know that Nikki has been silent for a while now, ever since the, you know, the retirement tweet or whatever the case is. And it's just funny to me that, you know, this narrative was created different people, you know, feeling some tight way towards her because they feel as though she stopped their bag or she stopped their career from flourishing or she did something behind the scenes that caused them not to be on red carpet or can't be in the same building as them or whatever the case is. Y'all put all this on Nikki. But all of y'all quiet when she announced the tweet. And I'm just like, what was the, like, who who made y'all artists? Who told y'all to get out here and have a career in rapping? Because the same ones that, the same ones that blame Nicki for a lot of stuff are the main ones that's quiet. I mean, I get Lil' Kim, you know, she on her girl's cruise ship show and all this other stuff. But I mean... If I was you, and I said that, you know, Nikki did such and such to me, I would be out here trying to drop a single while she's quiet. Same for Remy. She sat up there on State of the Culture and felt some tight way about Joe, you know, questioning her first about um, Nikki's retirement tweet. But you was the main one out here on um, Wendy Williams' show saying how Nikki stopped your bag and you couldn't do certain things and all this other stuff because of her and it was the behind the scenes that people don't know about but then you on other radio shows and different things saying Nikki didn't do anything to you make it make sense you got to make up your mind which one do you want to do do you want to build a a career off of lying Or do you want to build a career off of actually getting fans to listen to you? But again, all of y'all are quiet ever since she made that tweet. Cardi, what are you doing? You've been out here for the past two years running around at these festivals and pep rallies performing the same songs, drop press like 50,000 years later after you know, making a snippet of it online. What are you doing? You should already had another lead single out of something because you claim that you wanted your um your second album to drop the the same time as your um your first album drop or whatever the case is. You know, if that's what you wanted to do why didn't you do it? Make it make sense. I just don't get it. Y'all, whew, y'all be funny to me. And little Tiffany Fox, what you doing? You sat out here and, you know, you made it seem like Nikki stopped you from being on the red carpet and all this other stuff. Who red carpet you been getting on? Love and hip hop? That the only red carpet that makes sense to me. 
Because if you're supposed to be Little Kim's artist, ask Little Kim why she's not pushing you to be higher in the music world. You still under the radar. Nobody knows anything about you. Nobody knows what you're doing. You're not, who knows? You probably out here trying to do some type of business investment. I don't know. Start your own. Whatever the case is, nobody knows. But you claim Nikki was out here trying to stop you from being on red carpet. I don't get it. But ever since Nikki kept quiet, after that tweet, a lot of people been coming out saying Nikki this, Nikki that. And for all the ones that feel as though Cardi is the reason why Nikki is not out here trying to flourish, let's just make one thing clear. Why was Cardi in such an outrage or uproar, whatever the case is, when that Forbes list dropped? You out here saying they lying on your money, basically. But is that the real reason that you mad? No, I think the real reason that you're mad is because you came in at number 13 and not number 12 or not number one, two, three, four, or five. But you got to understand the only thing that you've invested in or, you know, had some type of investment in your way, of course, your album, you got money from that. But everything else, you, the only thing that I've seen you had an endorsement with was the Tom Ford lipstick thing, um, Fashion Nova, and Reebok. But even with your Fashion Nova line, you kind of, you weren't as active as you should have been to say you was just starting something out. Um... You know, you would post every time that you would be sold out. Okay, cool. But are you really getting money from this? Like, how does it work? Do you come out with ideas and styles and stuff and you put them out here in these stores? Or anytime that somebody just orders something from Fashion Nova, you get paid too? I don't know. Make it make sense to me, but... Me personally, two years in, and you only made $28 million and you getting mad because you came in at number 13, says a lot about your career. And it's not even about the fact that you felt some type way about being number 13. I just think that you felt some type way because Nikki was in front of you, and you weren't number one. But the Forbes list don't work like music. You can't pay for a number one spot. I'm just being honest. And Little Meek Mill, what you mad for? Because your album came out like the later part of 2018. I didn't see you in no type endorsements. So all your money probably came from whatever you did in the month of June 2018 before your album dropped. And then up until June 2019 or whatever the case was. But like I said, what endorsements did you really have? I, I Help me understand. Maybe I'm, I'm reading into it where I don't see, you know, or fully understand whatever is going on. But at the end of the day, I think that you and Cardi 
deserves the spots that y'all in. But it's funny that, you know, y'all gave Nikki so much flack. But she ain't really did nothing from that June to June period. And still made more money than y'all. Even in the flop era. Y'all call it the flop era? We're going to keep it at the flop era. Because she did more than the people who y'all claim been taking her out. I just don't get it. Y'all funny to me. Another thing. I know everybody saw Young and May freestyle. Now, how come y'all weren't in an uproar when she claimed that she was the, the queen with a K? Because she the king and the queen. Why aren't y'all in an uproar about that? When Nikki says she the queen, everybody been mad. They've been mad since Hood Stars. They've been mad since Nikki been in preschool. She tell little Kim she coming for the crown. And y'all get pissed. Then little Kim out here, of course, in her narrative saying that Nikki gave herself the queen title. But Kim didn't give herself the queen title. Biggie gave it to her. Nikki didn't give herself the queen title neither. She just told you she was coming for the crown. But the industry, the media, all of that, they gave Nikki the crown. She didn't accept it till like 2014. So it wasn't self-proclaimed. It was given to her by the industry. She took it in around the pink print era. So again, why weren't y'all in the uproar when Young and May said it? Is it because y'all don't value who she is as an artist? Y'all don't really support her like y'all claim y'all do. But y'all only support her when when it when it comes to Nikki. I get it. I get it. Y'all only support her when when it comes to comments like, "Oh, she rap better than Nikki." Oh. Okay. Why don't y'all support her? Why don't y'all buy her music? Why don't y'all stream her music? Y'all only stream it to put her against Nikki. That's what y'all do to a lot of these artists. But y'all might as well just stop. If Nikki been here ever since Kim created that narrative and she haven't left yet, what make y'all think what y'all saying now is gonna change her position in the game? Like, stop. Cut it out. Um, but yeah, that's all I wanted to say on that situation because really it's not much to say. It just shows y'all character. Y'all don't, y'all only going uproar over stupid stuff. But, um, another thing I wanted to touch on, how in the world is a security guard at a school able to lock up a six-year-old for throwing a tantrum? She kicked a staff member, and y'all locked this girl up and took her to, um, to the juvie um, station. 
what is going on with these people in these wor- in this world who's giving a badge. I don't get it. Y'all give these people a badge and they put on a good front for y'all at these um police academies and different things like that. But y'all y'all really need to start looking into these people. Go go to ancestry and figure out what's going on in these people's family tree or something like that because this is ridiculous. How could you lock up a um a six-year-old child because she threw a tantrum and kicked the teacher? First of all, kids nowadays, yeah, they're different from before, as well as the teachers, the laws, the rules, everything is different. Because back then... You know, my grandma and my mom, you know, they always tell me stories about how back then the principal and teacher was allowed to spank you or beat you with rulers or whatever the case was. Parents gave the teachers that, you know, that type of authority to go ahead and do that. When I came up in school... Some of the teachers, you know, they were still old school, so they they still stuck to it. I had teachers, first grade, second grade, who would pinch you, who would grab your ear and ring your ear, and your ear be hot for the whole day. Teachers who would tape rulers together and tell you to hold out your hand and will hit you on your hand when you do stuff you know you aren't supposed to do. And that was okay because... One, you were being disciplined for the actions that you were doing. If you know that you weren't supposed to do it, you will get disciplined. But nowadays, and the times has changed, it's like people get real offended and offensive if their child is trying to be disciplined at school or wherever they are. Y'all get mad and in an uproar and be ready to fight the teachers and do all of this other stuff. But y'all don't realize that y'all kids are bad. Y'all kids are bad. Like, but in this case, y'all locked this six-year-old girl up. Took her to the juvie um, station. Didn't notify none of her parents. Until I think it was after she had done arrive or later on that day, whenever it was, at the time that she kicked the staff member, y'all didn't notify the parent and tell them what was going on. That would have been the smart thing to do. That would have been the first thing to do was to call the parent. See, first of all, what they should have done was when she kicked that staff member, whoever it was, whether it was the teacher, the principal, the guidance counselor, whoever it was, They should have took that girl to the office and made her sit there and they called her parents. But no, y'all put handcuffs on this girl and took her to the juvie system, the juvie jail or detention center or whatever it was. Y'all took her there, didn't tell the guardian. And when she did find out, the guardian told y'all that she had um, sleep apnea or, you know, some type of sleeping disorder why she, you know, I guess was having these tantrums. She would always be cranky or whatever the case is. And the officer going to tell the the guardian, 
Oh, well, I have sleep apnea, so I don't believe that. Sir, you is a big behind grown man. You probably can control your disorder more than she can. Whatever she got going on, really, you don't understand what a person got going on in their life, why they act the way that they do. But if her guardian is telling you what's going on and why she's acting that way, y'all ain't had no right to lock this girl up. She is a minor. Not only that, y'all didn't even think to contact her guardian. Y'all just took it upon yourself to just go ahead and lock her up. Nobody cares what you believe in. Because had it been the other way around, then you would have been ready to raise Cain and Abel. These people, nowadays, the best thing to do is to control your kids. Make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do. Discipline them at home so that we can prevent situations like this happening. Because you never know what really goes on behind these school doors when these kids get to school. You don't know if somebody been bullying them. You don't know if somebody been, whether the teacher been doing certain things to them, why they act the way that they do, or whatever the case is. You just don't know. But if you discipline them at home and tell them what's right from wrong, raise them the right way, then we could prevent a lot of situations like this. Because nowadays, people with a badge, they just feel like they could do anything that they want and don't have to suffer the, um, the repercussions to it. But on the bright side of things, he did get fired for doing what he did because he didn't get authorization from his captain to take this little girl to jail, being, I mean, to the detention center, being um, that she was under age, under the age of 12, which I still think is kind of crazy. You shouldn't need authorization from your captain to take a six-year-old to the detention center because she kicked a staff member. Nobody shouldn't be asking for authorization to take nobody to jail or to the detention center if they're six years old because you should be able to follow a protocol or discipline that child in a way where they could still be at school but either get their guardian to come out there or give them an overnight suspension or whatever the case is, give them time out. They can't play at recess or make them go to... When I was in school, we had something called behavior control where you sat in this room and you did all of the work that you had to do in whatever class you was going to all day. You went to lunch with whoever was in behavior control. You stayed in there till it was time for you to go home. You did all your work. You might get a little break here and there, but that break won't last until nothing but like five minutes. You will still get to go to the bathroom, go get some water or whatever the case is. But once you finish your work, you're reading for the rest of the day. Or you helping out with doing stuff that that teacher in the behavior control class wants you to do. When you left elementary school and you went to high school or middle school, then it was called ISS, in-school suspension. You still would be doing the same thing, doing all of your work that you're supposed to do. They could have done that to that little girl. 
And it wasn't just her. He took two little girls to the juvie um, thing. So he got what came to him. He needed to be fired because he wanted to take matters into his own hands instead of actually following whatever protocol they had for that school. But y'all really need to watch out, tell y'all kids what's really going on, what they need to be doing, what they shouldn't be doing, discipline them so they could prevent situations like this. Because I'm pretty sure that girl's guardian was really uptight when she had to find out later that her child has been locked up and sent to the detention center for kicking somebody. That could have been handled in so many other different ways, but that's what happens when you put people in certain authorities that they don't deserve to be in. But people are funny to me. They really are. Um, yeah, the last thing that I wanted to talk about was the tweet that I put up last night, I believe. So, basically I said that Little Kim was she basically said that Biggie gave her the formula so she took it and ran with it. You know, she kept kept it going after his passing. Now y'all keep saying that Kim is the formula, the blueprint for a lot of these girls. Now, they're using her blueprint, including Nikki. But if Biggie gave you the formula, then, well, you took the formula because he didn't give it to you. I mean, he taught you, he molded you to be a male's fantasy and all this other stuff, taught you how to rap, blah, blah, blah. But if it was his formula... How is a lot of people using your blueprint? Then I also think that people get it confused when they say they're using your blueprint, but your blueprint for fashion, because musically, you was not the it girl. They they made you the it girl because of how your fashion infused the hip hop. But really, Foxy was the it girl. I mean, just keeping it real. But... At the end of the day, you took the formula, but then you started changing your sound. So when you changed your sound, it was apparent that the lyrics that was once taught to you no longer worked. And why was that? I mean, if we're just going to be honest, we're just going to be honest. We already know when Biggie died, so did Little Kim Sound. I mean, she kept it round for as long as the um, the Notorious K.I.M. album or whatever the case is, whatever that album called. But, you know, the sound was still there, which I speculated that the album was already done before Biggie died. Like, it probably had, she probably had a lot of tracks that didn't make hardcore, um, the hardcore album. And it just was pushed to that album. That's just what I speculated. I could be wrong. I could be right. At the end of the day, who's, I can speculate. That's what I can do. Everybody else speculated everything by Nikki, so why can't I speculate by Kim? But that's just what I speculated. So 
once Kim started changing her sound, you started noticing that the lyrics weren't the same as they were before. She keeps hinting that other people were stealing Biggie's sound or using his sound for an example, Shine, which when I heard Shine, I always, when I heard Bad Boys, I always thought that was Biggie until like, let's see, probably last year, maybe. That's when I realized that that was never Biggie, which was like, I was like, wait, what? You know, I was confused, but I always remember when I was younger hearing the song and hearing that little, oh, I always remember hearing that, but like when I was younger, that part used to scare me because, you know, I'm in the, I'm from the country, basically, a little small town, you know, a bunch of trees or whatever. It would always be dark, and my uncles and them would be listening to that song, and I was just like, man, that little voice in that background, he going in, but I just hope this car don't shut off, because I would be real scared. <laughs> that what was going through my mind when I was younger, but you know, again, like I said, she out here saying different things like people using his sound and all this other stuff but include yourself into people because you are people you use biggie sound his formula to try to push this image but then it ended up dying you couldn't uphold it and then you started trying to change and you know be you and then we actually saw you and we we weren't that excited as we probably were before. So, that says a lot about you, Kim. To say that Nikki be stealing all your stuff. Something that you already did. But, Nikki created her own image. And was able to uphold it. Now, people out here trying to copy her. And can't do it. You can't imitate. You have to know your own lane. And if I'm going to really keep it a buck. In your go-off video, you was really dressing like Nikki, in a sense. Like, people were like, oh, Kim did that before. But nah, you was looking like Nikki. Let's just be honest. But it's okay. I mean, you might have been out before. But you can eat off of Nikki, too. Just like everybody else. They eating. Because Nikki let them eat. If she didn't do um, Fight for the Streaming Rights, you wouldn't be eating right now. Because people still giving a little hope in you. You was a fashion killer. Okay, cool. But rocking fashion does not equate to music. You just have to get that through your head. And then somebody in my mentions talking about, no, nah, people people mad because um, Lil' Kim's still running it. Running what? That cruise ship? That the only thing she running. Because that's her show. Other than that, she ain't running nothing in music. Because Spicy and Go Off and her singing on Wake Me Up ain't moving nothing. It didn't shift no culture. So y'all just... Y'all funny to me. But... Other than that, of course, music has been on this whole crazy wave right now where it's like everybody sound the same they're not being creative and all this other stuff and I'm just ready for it to be redirected but 
<laughs> I know I said that Lil' Kim subject was going to be the last thing I talk about, but I just wanted to touch on one more thing, and I'm not even going to go into details because I'm supposed to be speaking on it on a different um, podcast, which y'all should be out here supporting the movement. So y'all go and follow the other podcast that I be on, which is called Vocal Agenda. You can look that up on Anchor, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts. You can find it. It's on there. But y'all go follow it on Twitter at um, Agenda Vocal. Um, You know, y'all listen to us give our viewpoints on a lot of different things. Support the movement. Y'all support me. Support that, too, because I support y'all and what y'all do. So, you know, help us out. But I'm not going to too much touch on that topic um, about Fat Joe because I'm we're going to talk about it on that podcast. But, you know, another instance where I kind of understand what he's trying to say, but his delivery was just wrong. I get that, you know, people have ancestors. Your ancestors basically, you know, make up the family tree. And that's how you end up a certain race or gender, I mean, not gender, race, identify as something else, whatever the case is when it comes to your ethnicity. But at the end of the day, to say that um, Latin people may identify themselves as black people more than black people do, wrong. Y'all try to make that try to identify as black when it's convenient for you. Cardi, for instance, she does it a lot. She don't identify as black only when it's convenient for her. She say a lot of things. She did a lot of things. But when she's called out about it, she try to, oh, well, I'm black. I got Afro this, Afro that, blah, blah, blah. Even down to the course of her hair, she started explaining how she was black. But you don't be out here talking about how you be black and all this other stuff until it's convenient for you. When it came to hip-hop, that's what you did. You jumped up and was like, I'm black. I do this. No. Stop. Same for you, Fat Joe. You need to stop. Because you cannot say that Latin people may identify themselves as black more than black people. Black people has been through a lot to even be respected as black and to be living in America under different white supremacists and all this other stuff. You like black people have to do a lot to be respected. They have to like you can't even go on a a job where And it's very rare. You have some of them, but you can't even go on a job where a black person is like the head person over that whole company. Because white people want to take credit for a lot of things that black people do. They've been doing it. So nobody is speaking on somebody who's Latin or whatever the case is. When it comes to skin color, nobody is talking about them. And to say y'all may identify as black, that means, to me, that sounds very convenient. To say they may, may being the key word, that sounds convenient to me. 
y'all don't, y'all shouldn't, um, you shouldn't say stuff like that if you're out here filling out paperwork and you don't bubble in the ethnicity of being African-American or black when it comes to that point. Because I'm pretty sure you're bubbling in another ethnicity. But who am I to say? Because a lot of people that was in that in the comments was saying, oh, I understand what Joe was saying. A lot of people, they just don't understand. Blah, blah, blah. People do understand. They understand that his delivery was trash. And you can't say certain stuff. But like I said, I'm not going to go into it because we're going to do it on another podcast where y'all can really hear how I feel about it, which y'all probably will hear the exact same thing that I said, or maybe in a different way because sometimes I forget what I say sometimes. But at the end of the day, y'all will still hear what I got to say on that situation, so I'm not going to speak too more, um, too much more into it. Um, but other than that, that's all I really wanted to speak on today. Um, y'all hold it down, stay cool, get prepared for autumn. Because yesterday was the first day of autumn. So y'all get prepared for the hoodies and the Thames and you know, that tight weather. Hold it down. And I want to thank y'all for listening to another episode of d Speaks.